This is the CR Checkup Podcast. My name is John. I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ that struggles with drugs, alcohol, and pride. And you're listening to the Friday Follow-Up. On the Friday Follow-Up, we continue the discussion that we started in person on Monday. And this week, we are talking about Step 2. We came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited to have each and every one of you here listening today. I hope that I got a chance to see you on Monday night where we began our conversation that we're going to continue here today. But of course, our hope is that no matter whether you come to our meeting, you don't come to our meeting, or that you've simply missed, um, that you can join in on the conversation and continue to talk about the things that we talk about at our meeting on Monday night. Right now, we have been uh, talking about step four, and it has been a lot of fun. Um, you know, over the past couple of years of, of our Celebrate Recovery at Palm Valley, um, step four kind of tends to be a, the conversations that are a little bit more difficult. And uh, because of that, it's a little less enjoyable for me as a leader to lead those conversations and to try to get people excited about having conversations about step four. But what's so cool about this program is you just never really know how things are going to go. You know, it's it's each and every single time I work through the steps, each and every single meeting, each and every testimony that comes across, I never know how it's going to impact me. I never know how it's going to be received. It continues to show me new things. It continues to bring out new things in me. And that's certainly been the case this year, talking about step four. It has been very enjoyable I've seen many people listening and and grabbing on and and paying attention and wanting to actually move forward in this. And so it's been very refreshing working through our conversations about step four this year. And I'm I'm, I'm excited to continue having these conversations. And so if you're listening and and that's that's you, you're excited to to hear some more about it, I'd love to hear from you. You can shoot me an email or, or a voice message on Anchor. And I would love to just kind of hear what your guys' thoughts and opinions are on step four. Last uh, time we were here on the fo- on the follow-up, uh, we were kind of talking about the, the importance of just taking step four. We're talking about the, the idea that we can't go around the pain of our past to healing, but we have to go through the pain of our past in order to get to healing. And I hope that that was helpful to you. I, I know that it's, it's helpful to me to remind myself of those things because heading into step four and heading into these conversations, it can be difficult. It can, my mind, my stinking thinking can get in the way in telling me that I don't need to do these difficult things in order to, to, to get healing. And it's simply not true. You know, there's, there might be different methods that you, you find throughout your, your process. But the, the fact of the matter is, is that, we have to be able to go into our past. We have to be able to analyze these things in order to truly heal from them. And so uh, that's what we're trying to do here. And we're going to continue our conversation about that right now. Um, on Monday, we were talking about just very simply how to make our list. 
And there's five categories here, and I'm just going to run through them. First, it's the person, next, the cause, then the effect, the damage, and then, of course, my part. So we're going to write these things out. Um, we're going to have a, a, a worksheet that we're going to work through as we go through each one of those columns. I shared when I'm taking my sponsees through this, I want to see them go completely through one column. So we start with the person. And I just want to have them write down every single person that they can think of that comes to mind, whether or not they feel like they've harmed them or whether they have a resentment towards them or anything at all. Um, just simply putting names down on a list. And I think that this is highly beneficial because when I'm, I'm working through step four or even just trying to think about this, uh, what I hear so oftentimes and what was certainly the case for me was I, I would say, you know, I don't really feel like I have any resentments against anybody. You know, I, I feel like I've already forgiven everybody for all the things that they have done to me. You know, I'm not the kind of guy that holds resentments and I'm not the kind of guy uh, that, you know, keeps a catalog of, of uh, all of the things that, um, you know, I've wronged people. You know, I think I'm a pretty nice guy. And, you know, that probably is true, you know, or, or gal, who, whoever you are, you know, I, I would say that most of us, I want to believe that most people are good, you know, and, and that we have done everything in our power to not hold resentments against people and to ask for forgiveness for the things that uh, we've, we've done wrong to others. Um, but the fact of the matter is, is that regardless of any of that, um, things continue to come up, you know, that we, I continue to have issues that, uh, perpetuate themselves because of situations in my past that I haven't dealt with appropriately. And, and that's kind of the, the key here is that even if most of us have in some weird way dealt with everything in our past, uh, nine times out of 10, we haven't done it in a healthy way. And if you just think about it as, as a child, you know, some of those, those early, uh, you might call them traumatic experiences, we probably didn't even have the tools or the ways of thinking in order to actually deal with these situations in a healthy way, right? So, um, you know, something maybe very minute as a child, uh, somebody, I don't know, um, you know, took a piece of candy from me and, you know, I got very upset and, uh, you know, it just... I, I kind of one day forgot about it, you know, and, and uh, I felt like it was in my past, you know. Um, this might not be the greatest example, but the point here is that I never really dealt with the, the loss of that candy, you know. I never really fully grasped and, like, worked through a, a process in order to have closure in that experience. And what ends up happening in my life and what I see in, in very... Uh, Every, most other people's lives is that these things that I felt like I've gotten through, these things that I've, you know, I felt like I forgave somebody or I felt like I let go of a resentment, but never truly went through a process of healing, they kind of just linger in the background. They kind of just lay right below the surface and kind of pop up each time something similar or maybe not similar comes up. I have these these memories and these experiences that are triggered in the back of my mind whenever new experiences come up, and then I begin to overreact nine times out of ten without even understanding why. Why am I so upset about this? Why am I holding on to this thing, or why is this affecting me? Because it's not that big of a deal. 
And what it really is, is it's all of these past experiences and it just maybe little fractions of them uh, that I didn't fully deal with that compound and then affect my everyday life now. And so as I work through this process, I'm going to just list every single person that I can possibly think of. And this doesn't mean that I'm going to, you know, that each one of these people are, are going to require an action. Um, but I'm just having faith. You know, I, I'm, I'm having faith that, that God is going to show me uh, what, you know, I'm not able to see or not willing to see or what I've neglected to see. And I'm just going to, to go forward and just put people's names down. And I'm going to continue to remind myself that, you know, this doesn't have to be um, so scary. I, I can simply remind myself, hey, I'm just writing names down on a piece of paper, you know, and that shouldn't be, I shouldn't have so many excuses for why I shouldn't need to do that or why I don't think that I should have to do that um, because it's very simple. It's, it's a very simple process that I would just write people's names down, uh, people that I know, people that I've met, people that I care about, um, and people that I'm indifferent about. Just writing, I'm just writing names down. I remind myself, I'm just making a list of people's names, right? So, and, and that's the whole reason why I love to go through each column completely before moving on to the next one. Because as I move forward onto the cause of the resentment or uh, the thing that I'm asking forgiveness for, Maybe some of those people are going to get weeded out, and I might not have one for each one of those people, uh, but they might come up later on. As I kind of work through each and every single column, I might, oh, that that's why this person came up. You know, they were they were involved in this experience that had happened, and or or maybe you know uh, they were affected by something that I did. Maybe not directly. Um, but just, it was kind of an, uh, a ricochet, you know, it, they got affected by this thing, uh, that happened with somebody else and, and I'll have different actions to take with, with those people. And, you know, it's, it's just a really beautiful experience. Um, although I will again, admit that it is difficult and that it is, is hard. And as we shared last time on the podcast, that, uh, pain is, is probably pretty inevitable as we're going through this. It's gonna, it's gonna be, uh, hurtful, and we're reminding ourselves that those uh, those pains that we feel are growing pains. They aren't pains coming from our past to, to beat us down, uh, but they are the pains of growth, moving and growing and going forward that we won't have to ever feel those pains uh, from our past ever again, okay? So I, I, that's just to kind of talk about the process of it a little bit more, um, but I just wanted to on here talk some about some of the rewards that kind of come up or maybe some of the the added bonus things that come up as we work through this and we're able to, after we write out our, our inventory, uh, some of the, the things that we can see. And one of the first things I wanted to talk about is the ability to see patterns in my life, right? I can, once I see my, my inventory in totality, I can see how I've dealt with pain, how I've dealt with anger, uh, how I've dealt with loss. Um, I can see each and every single time in my life where those things have come up and then how I reacted to them or how I let them affect me or what happened after those things uh, came about. And then I can see what those character, I can see character defects that came up or maybe that started to, to sprout up 
over a period of my life, I can, I can see, wow, you know, that's, that's, I think when I started to, to hold on to anger, that's, that's when I started to, to build this uh, reliance on people, or this is when I started to pour myself out so completely to be a people pleaser because of these things. And, and I can trace these experiences and these coping mechanisms back to the source in order to find out how I can deal with them, heal from them completely so that I can introduce new habits, I can introduce new healthy coping mechanisms so that I might not act out in those ways any longer. Doesn't necessarily mean that I won't struggle with them, but I'll finally be able to understand how I can introduce new pathways into situations instead of always reverting back to the things that I have done over the course of my entire lifetime. And that might seem very bold, that might seem like just such a a far-fetched idea, but it is absolutely possible. It is true 100% if I'm willing to take this step and do it rigorously and honestly, um, these things are going to pop up and I will, I absolutely will, you will have the opportunity to fully heal from these things if we choose to take this step appropriately. And that's why it's so exciting to me and that's why I get so pumped up about taking a step like this. Now, we're going to continue to talk about this over the next uh, few weeks. As I said, I'm going to wrap up because I'm starting to, to go on longer than I like to keep these follow-ups but if you are having more questions, you're, you want to find out more about Step 4, why don't you come visit us on Monday night? Or again, shoot me an email or a voice message on our platform, Anchor. I'm so excited for each one of you and the steps that you're taking in your own personal recovery. And I look forward to, to going through them with you. Thank you for listening to the Friday follow-up. I hope that you take what we talk about here and have conversations with others. The things that we talk about on here are meant to start conversations, not end them. So I pray that you would talk with someone about what you heard here today and that you would look for ways to be a light in your own community. If you are struggling to find community and people to talk with, then please send an email to recovery at palmvalley.org and I will personally get you connected with a volunteer from Celebrate Recovery. Nothing changes the fact that we need each other, even if that means that we have to find new and creative ways to do so. You can also send me encouraging messages, comments, or concerns to that same email, recovery at palmvalley.org. And if you're enjoying this podcast, then please share it with someone else. I love you all, and I hope to see you soon.